You are now listening to Tune In Slice of Health by Chola MS General Insurance. The third episode of our Slice of Health podcast focuses on ancient wellness practices for millennials by Dr. Vara Lakshmi, an Ayurvedic doctor, wellness expert and an international speaker. Listen to the podcast here. Did you know that 44% of millennials aged between 33 to 40 years have at least one chronic health condition? Welcome everybody. My name is Dr. Varlakshmi. I'm an Ayurvedic doctor and practitioner and thank you for joining Tune In with Chola MS and today we are talking about ancient wellness practices for millennials. And particularly we will be focusing on one of the oldest system of medicine, Ayurveda, and what are the practices that Ayurveda has described to help live a longer and healthier life. So before we start and dive into the topic of how we can, you know, improve our health and well-being with these practices, I want to give you a little bit introduction about what is Ayurveda. Ayurveda, the word itself which means, you know, it is a Sanskrit word and it means ayu means life and veda means study. So Ayurveda is the ancient system of medicine originated from India and it describes about practices and tools and herbs and how you can enhance your lifespan. So in today's episode we will be covering some of the important aspects of how you can actually achieve this being a millennial. So as I was saying Ayurveda is all about lifespan increasing your lifespan by having certain you know daily rituals and as well as how you can incorporate your diet so one of the fascinating thing about ayurveda is that just like how we all have like 23 pairs of chromosomes right we all are as human beings we all have like 23 pairs of chromosomes when it comes to each one of us but when we look at specific qualities like someone will have longer hair someone will have you know blue iris while at the same time some other person will have a black iris even though we all have we share a certain unique dna pattern or chromosomes we do have our own uniqueness or personality when it comes to each of us and this fascinating concept what ayurveda says is that ayurveda believes that we are one with the nature everything that exists in the outside environment or nature also exists inside within our body yat pinde tat brahmande which means that whatever that universe has in a bigger scale we have it in a smaller scale inside a human body so there are five different elements in the nature that ayurveda says are responsible or in general in the nature there are five elements which make sure that there is weather seasons rainfall and summer all these things right so the five basic elements we call them panchmahabhutas so these five basic elements are air water either fire and earth these are the five basic elements that exist in the outside environment which actually make sure you know for everything to be stable and everything is working in a movement or a flow right so similarly Ayurveda says these five elements when these five elements combine they form a three basic functional energies or elements and we call them doshas these there are three doshas and they are called vata pitta and kapha vata is a combination of air plus either and pitta is a combination of 
फायर प्लस वॉटर कफा इज ए कॉम्बिनेशन ऑफ अर्थ प्लस अर्थ प्लस वॉटर सो दीज थ्री बेसिक दोशास आर रिस्पॉन्सिबल फॉर मेंटेनिंग अवर हेल्थ अलॉन्ग विथ अदर फैक्टर्स बट दीज आर कंसिडर्ड एज बेसिक एनर्जीज सो अर्लियर वी टॉकड अबाउट हाउ वी ऑल आर share a little bit of same dna but we do have uniqueness when it comes to different things right even though we have same chromosomes and everything ayurveda says that depending upon this ratio like all of us have this tridoshas inside our body and each one of them is responsible for different function for example vata is generally responsible for movement and pitta is generally responsible for metabolism like any transformation like all the chemical reactions where digestion is happening food is converted into energy for all those physiological re, uh, physiological functions pitta is the one that is responsible and then kapha kapha is the one which creates that stability or grounding like to give that fat to give that you know because of the element earth in it it gives that stability and grounding it's responsible for that fat and then bone marrow so kapha does these kind of functions so these doshas have basic functions but all of us have them in a different unique ratio like you know um, i will have a different kind of genetic code compared to you right and your friend will have a different kind of genetic code compared to you that is what decides right your hair your metabolism some of the different things that make you you what ayurveda says we have these doshas in a particular ratio and this ratio is called prakriti and which makes you so unique um so this is the fundamental concept of health as per ayurveda even if you take two people with you know even if two people with same bloating issue go to a ayurvedic doctor they won't be giving them same kind of medicine they will be checking their prakriti and as well as vikruti which is like imbalance in those doshas or whenever there is a there is a change in your diet and lifestyle these doshas can go up and down and you might face a illness so the ayurvedic practitioner will give you something to bring that balance back this concept of having or working on yourself to heal is what makes ayurveda so unique and as the millennials some millennials think that ayurveda is ancient but shall i share five fascinating things about ayurveda if you know intermittent fasting has become such a sensational thing in the west and people started to do it as like to lose weight and to do different things to improve their gut health to improve their skin health you name it several different things people have been able to achieve but did you know that fasting has its origins even though fasting is part of many religions and everything ayurveda considers fasting as an important tool to enhance our health there is a topic in ayurveda which we call langana langana means lightening therapies and fasting is one form of such langana which can actually help us to lose weight to help us to get rid of any any digestive toxins uh ama we call it to get rid of that to improve your digestion to improve your general health and well-being to improve your mood to improve your focus and concentration ayurveda says that uh, upavasa or fasting is a great form of tool to achieve that so fasting is the one thing that has its roots in ayurveda first you can say one of the oldest medicines that recognized fasting as a great tool for enhancing our health and the second one is probiotics right 
even before the term probiotics ever existed thousands of years ago when ayurveda was written by this great indian sages they have uh, described a you know recipe you must have heard it is called takra or buttermilk so it is made by churning and as well as adding diluting water and ayurvedic uh, sages describe that or in ayurveda it is said that in conditions like diarrhea and in conditions where you have some abnormality going on in your digestive system like grahani a complex condition described in ayurveda in all those diseases takra or buttermilk is given as a adjuvant it is also given as a in the form of food to improve or enhance a person's ability to improve their digestion can you believe this this has been written ayurveda is thought to be written around 5000 years ago so how much knowledge ayurvedic sages have to understand that you need probiotic even at that time so probiotics also have their roots in ayurveda and the second thing is the famous or the most important thing nowadays lot of modern nutritionists are talking about functional medicine doctors are talking about is circadian rhythm so having a routine to improve your health and well being even the lot of studies which have been done on improving gut health on the gut microbiome show that if a person eats on same time every day if a person eats when they feel hungry and if a person has a good routine where they sleep on you know early and then have a lighter dinner in the evening they have a good gut metabolism or gut microbiome compared to a person who doesn't follow a routine and this following a routine or doing things in a structured manner is described in ayurveda and that is called dinacharya so the you know i think when i was studying the degree the second or third chapter that we study is on dinacharya so dina means daily charya means practices that you want to do so what are the helpful practices or healthy practices that you are supposed to do a healthy person should do these practices every day to improve their health to lead a longer life to have a lifespan you know up to 100 or 120 years so these practices like uh, there is you know tongue scraping oil pulling waking up at early in the morning which is called brahmani muhurta or brahma muhurta all these practices have been written thousands of years ago and we all know that how big of a sensation oil pulling or tongue scraping has become recently when they realized how important or how uh, you know amazing these effect these practices have on our gut health so all these things were only realized very recently by modern science but ayurveda has understood the importance of having a routine another you know very interesting thing about ayurveda is that ayurveda considers the sun and moon or you know if you are from india like me then you know that in certain parts of india or in certain cultures even in some of the older cultures they treat sun and moon as gods we we treat them with that respect or we actually pray them because we know that without the sun and moon you don't have your existence we won't be able to have any light in our life without the sun and we won't be able to have that cool night at if we don't have the existence of the moon right our own very own existence depends upon these natural energy sources of energy sun is the source of energy what ayurveda says is that our metabolism is linked to the movements of the sun as per ayurveda uh, you know 
unlike the modern science which says that breakfast is the heavier meal ayurveda considers breakfast as the lighter meal and lunch as the heavier meal there is a reason for this as i explained earlier sun is sun energy is needed for our metabolism so between 12 to 2 where generally most 98% of the people eat their lunch this is the time when sun has optimal energy and that is the reason why ayurveda says that if you are eating heavy food and if you eat a heavy meal during when sun also has optimal energy you have a better chance of digesting that food and if we look at it logically as well right if you eat lunch heavier then after the lunch you will still be active you will be still doing or carrying on with whatever the work that you are doing in your you know in your day to day but if you have a heavier dinner and like you know how we are as modern people who are all wor- always working we often tend to or we don't find time to have a heavier lunch and we end up eating a heavier dinner but after dinner we hardly do anything right we don't do engage in any physical activity as such unless you are going to go to you know gym or you are doing something but generally it is the time when we are winding down so that is why it It's important that you have lighter breakfast in the morning and have a heavier lunch and heavier dinner and for the reason why lighter breakfast is think of it is like your metabolism in the morning we call it jataragni or digestive fire this is the energy or force that is responsible for digesting the food that is responsible for giving you assimilation uh, for your mental and emotional well being the feeling of contentment happiness all these things come from having a good digestion this is what ayurveda says and if you your jataragni is low in the morning and like you know because all the night whatever you are doing you are just lying down and sleeping and when we don't move it increases kapha you know the three energies or by doshas which we talked about and overnight the kapha increases and that has a impact on our digestive fire in the morning and if you eat a heavier breakfast there is a chance that you may not be able to digest it that's why it is important that you eat something warm and lighter uh, you know in the morning and heavier lunch and a lighter dinner coming back to you know earlier we were talking about the fascinating things so circadian rhythm or having a routine is so important for the reason that it helps it improves your gut health it enhances your digestion it improves your overall well-being like if you are sleeping early following that rhythm by 10 o'clock if you you know are going to bed and sleep then it improves your cognitive function and not only that you know before you go and buy all this anti-aging has become such a huge thing nowadays and the aging industry anti-aging industry you know uh, but the fast the fact about our body is our body is doing things like digestion assimilation during the day and will be doing cellular building protein uh, protein molecules building protein molecules and doing aging immunity so building new structure repairing cell wall all these things functions are happening at night so if you sleep on time then you are naturally helping your body to focus on these you know anti aging functions immunity all these necessary functions so this is another amazing thing or uh, fact about why you need to follow a routine or to go through your day or just like you know 
just like how we have a clock on the wall inside our house we also have a clock inside our body which is called biological clock and our body follows all these things even the friendly bacteria microbiome follow a clock so they do certain things at certain time so if you are giving if you are doing things at certain time like eating on time and sleeping on time you are helping to enhance and you are making it easier for those friendly little bacteria inside our gut and other i think we also covered the uh, you know practices which became such a hit like you know oil pulling oil pulling also is originated from ayurveda and it is not only just a daily practice but it is also considered as a therapeutic procedure a procedure which helps to enhance your gut uh, um, sorry your throat problem so like if someone is having any conditions or illnesses associated with throat we as ayurvedic practitioners we do the oil pulling as a therapy as well not just as a daily practice so these are all some of the easier and simple wellness practices which originated from ayurveda and became such a big thing but if you can start following as simple as tongue scraping from tomorrow all you have to do is brush your teeth and then buy a metallic scraper and use you know something as simple as steel is enough if you can afford copper is also good but this tongue scraping is one such practice you don't need to spend lot of time for it right just brush your teeth and use the tongue scraper to scrape your tongue tongue scraping is studies show that it is a great practice for our gut health it removes the toxins from the bacteria from your tongue and it helps to enhance saliva production because our gut is not just here but our gut starts from our mouth and ends at our rectum so the gut is made up of different organs that are associated with digestion and as well as assimilation so the first thing or the first organ associated with digesting food is our mouth or oral cavity and saliva is the first digestive juice so for the if you have a good production of saliva then you will have you know a good you, you will be helping your gut to digest as well right your digestion will also improve so the practices like tongue scraping and as well as oil pulling are known to help with that and enhance your gut health to improve that production and another popular uh, thing that popular term that we are using a lot these days when it comes to enhancing your overall health or gut health especially is mindful eating did you know that ayurveda has described like 10 different guidelines that we need to follow while eating food uh, some of them include like sitting sitting somewhere where it is quiet sitting somewhere where you don't have any distractions while you're eating food sitting somewhere inside where there is no like back when you have to understand that back when they have written ayurveda they don't have like uh, you know they have more outdoor settings than indoor settings so they recommended that you sit inside and eat somewhere it is quiet where you can actually focus ayurveda also says that you need to eat your food encourages us to eat our food with our hands because our hands or skin is the biggest sensory organ and it covers all over body and especially our fingers have tactile sensory nerves which help us to you know whenever we touch something we instantly our brain recognizes it right same with the food so if you use your hands to 
eat the food you are touching the food so that helps us our mind to you know like it feels oh i'm eating food so it actually sends signals to your gut to release all those nice digestive juices to help and digest that food and then ayurveda says you need to look at the food because whenever we are using all our senses to do any activity then it enhances our mind to focus on that function right so like when we are watching tv or now why 4d pictures are such a huge sensation is that because it gives you that sensory perception of how you will feel in that moment so same with the food if you involve all your five sensory like using your hands to touch the food and then looking at the food trying to recognize the colors and then when you put it inside your mouth trying to uh, you know recognize the taste by the way ayurveda says there are six different tastes like you know uh, to in each and every food like all the foods uh, in the world the number of tastes that we can recognize is six tastes and if you recognize these tastes it helps you to improve your not only to improve your gut health but also for your overall health because food is not just a source of nourishment it is the it is considered as one of the potent form of medicine as well ayurveda considered food as a medicine so you need to treat the food with respect because because that is how our body thrives and survives right so this mindful eating concept originated from ayurveda as well so now it became such a huge thing with so many millennials not only just millennials i think the amount of people having lifestyle disorders or conditions related to their digestive system has drastically increased given that we are not able to take time to eat the food just like you know imagine when was the last time you were able to sit uh, not in front of your desk or computer but sit somewhere and just enjoy your food without watching tv without looking at your phone or without you know uh, attending a meeting simultaneously i just want you to think when was the last time you did that but this simple thing of taking 5 minutes time to eat your food is going to enhance your gut health or enhance your overall health so much because the more and more advanced as in regards to technology research or you know science we are becoming the more and more we are moving away from the basic things the basic thing of being close to nature the basic thing of actually enjoying the food right we are we are making so much of money or whatever that is but you still want to end of the day you want to enjoy the food you want it to uh, nourish you you want to have that happiness right so that is why it is so important to incorporate some of these basic wellness practices it is time for millennials to look into simple wellness to look into what is the basic thing that i can do you don't have to spend loads and loads of money on supplements all you have to do is look at your food taste your food hold your food take time just take time to breathe every day take time before eating food take time to look at the nature just by looking at nature now looking at nature or walking in nature became a luxury right so you can't even go out so it is important for us to go back to the basics it is important for us to actually 
become or accept the reality that we are nothing without the nature uh you know without having a balance so to create that balance you know follow these simple wellness practices and remember that we are one with the nature and without the nature we don't exist so thank you so much for tuning in and i hope you enjoyed this episode so with that i would like to say goodbye and i hope that you follow some of these ancient wellness practices and achieve health and well-being and you can also go check out my work on instagram at and my handle is @drvallakshmi thank you and bye bye